Mitch, I thought for uh, episode 10, we'd make it a party. All right. Do you like parties? Love parties. All right. It's one of those, you know, end of the year parties. The decade is coming to a close. We're headed to 2020. P-A-R-T-Y, because I gotta. Well, if I'm going to party, I want to go to uh, a Viva Greek Tavern. That's where I want to party, as uh, they've moved now to 4868 Sources Corner on San Laving, across from the old Adonis. They have great lunch specials starting at $9.95, not $19.99, $9.95. Every day, a variety of fresh fish. You can even order your fish of choice in advance check them out because in 2020 it's all about uber eats and skip the dishes thank you very much aviva greek tavern and sean what about getting a workout in especially in the new year right you want to get into shape you want to get fit maybe you just want to have a little fun do so at club cdl cdl the place for tennis squash and fitness located at 8305 Chimay Cote d'Ies in the West Island. They have nine clay indoor courts, four indoor hard courts. They also have four squash courts and a full gym with a ton of free classes. That's right, free classes. And the gym is awesome as well. Yeah, it's Check a one-stop shop. You just go there and all your, you know, your New Year's resolutions, just go to Club CDL. That's right. You can do whatever type of workout you want, basically. So yeah. go to clubcdl.com or uh, visit them on Facebook at Club CDL. Uh, Campbell, I still lead Dave Trenton Duet two games to none. Okay, good to know. In squash. Uh, by the way, the other thing you could do in 2020 when the New Year's hits, you want to make some money. I know one way that you could do that, and that is betonline.ag. Get the fastest two market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sports book partners here at the Hot Topic podcast. And uh, you know what? Use that promo code Hot Topic and receive a 50% welcome bonus. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Yeah, that's a good way to start 2022. Sean, I think we need to talk to Adam Burns, and there should be some lines set on Dave trying to do it and I our uh, squash series, so people can bet on it. Oh, by the way, there I'd should be a be, heavy, heavy, heavy favorite. I though. think that there should be also a line set, not even knowing how good I am at squash versus the winner. Oh yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. You ready for episode 10? I'm going to party like it's 2019. You are my best friend forever. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Gallo and Sean are the best guys with that show I love. It's called what? The show you love that you don't know the name of? No, because uh, I'm in a mental hospital. I can't get out. <laughs> Hold on, I got it for you. It's more of a, uh, a hot topic. <laughs> hot topic, yeah, yeah, hot topic, hot topic. Yeah. You are my best friend forever. No, no. Campbell and Gallo, two guys who spend way too much time together. They're, they're pretty tight, those guys. Similar interests. They hit that show, Hot Topic.
Yes, 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 yes. Episode 10 of the Hotopo. I may already be calling it episode Burray. I just got back from Vancouver, man. I was in like Burray country. I wouldn't mind having a Burray edition of the podcast. It means it'd be really quick, though. It'd be very fast, <laughs> but it'd be amazing yeah. and efficient. Ah. Oh. Does the NHL have a Pavel Beret? We've we've discussed this before. Yeah, I'd say the closest thing is Nathan McKinnon. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. No, he's a center. They're though. different. They're, no, but he's, he's a center. Maybe, Bur- maybe. Like I just don't think that there was anybody like anybody who didn't watch Pavel Beret. I I don't think they got what how special he was. Yeah. Uh, the other guy that comes to mind is yes. the guy that got traded this week. Yeah. Taylor Hall reminds me a little bit of uh, Pavel Beret. Left-handed shots on the wing. Uh, skating really quickly, very decisive. Uh, yeah, I just and I and look, I know that Taylor Hall has you know a heart and everything. I don't think Taylor Hall comes close, comes close to what Pavel Bure did in his career. And I think Taylor Hall is really good. I just don't think he even comes close to the player that Pavel Bure was. Uh, you might be overrating uh, Beret a little bit, considering Taylor Hall does have an MVP and was a former first overall pick. And... First overall pick means nothing because in Beret's draft, no one thought they could draft him. Right. That trust me. If the teams thought they could draft Pavel Beret, he was going first overall. I'm just letting you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, plus the scouting was different back then. But at the same time, teams didn't think there's this whole thing about the draft. They all thought he was ineligible. I realize draft. I realize that. Okay. Uh, Matt Sundin was still a pretty good uh, first overall pick in the 1989 draft. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Pavel Bure was better. Uh, I disagree. Pavel Bure maybe on his best day was better, but Matt Sundin had the better career. Yeah, well, someone didn't have nine knee surgeries. Yeah, it's a lot of knee surgeries. Yeah, too many, if you ask me. Uh, by the way, Pavel Bure, if you're just wondering, has a better goals per game ratio than... Who is the greatest goal scorer of all time? Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, Pavel Bure has a higher one than him. Yeah, but longevity has something to say for it. Sure. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that that's a fact. You know, if where's Sundin on that list? That uh, that I'm not sure. Yeah. But I can tell you this: with Ovechkin, if you took only his best six seasons or how many ever Bure played, and only counted those towards his goals per game, he'd have more goals per game than Pavel Bure. Uh, you want to take Pavel Bure's best six seasons? Let's do it. I'm saying take Ovechkin's, Ovechkin's best six. No, whatever, whatever it is yeah. that Beret played. Okay. What's it six seasons take, he played? Take Ovechkin's first that many. Okay. And do the math, and I'm sure Ovechkin would have. If more you want to do best game. season versus best season, we could do that too. That's fine. We can. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just saying Beret's goals per game was higher than Ovechkin's. That's all. That's all. Can I just say that? Yes, you can say that. Okay. It's, it's very. Um, Mistelling stat. No, it's but not yeah, at all. You can, but you can say it. It's not mistelling at all. I'm just saying how great a goal scorer he was. And I'm saying if Ovechkin only played till 29, he'd have a higher goals per game. I'm saying that episode 10 is better than episode 8. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll let you go with that. The latest one is always the best one. I know. Uh, what's 2019? Let's look back. The year's coming to a conclusion here. It's the Hot Topic Podcast. Sean Campbell, Mitch Gallo, glad you could join us. Yes, we'll get to some Habstock. Was 2019 a good year for the Montreal Canadiens? No. No. Uh, how could you say it was a good year for the Montreal Canadiens? They missed the playoffs, and they went on an eight-game winless streak. 
uh, during this season, and you know they're a bubble team again. So I don't know how you could possibly say it was a good season. Now, there was a lot of individual players who it was a good year for, uh, the year 2019. A lot of them. I mean, we just go look at last season, how many guys had career years for the Montreal Canadiens. But as a team, they missed the playoffs last year, and they're on the bubble this year. So I'm, I'm going to say not a good year for the Canadiens 2019. See, I will easily say yes if I'm comparing it to 2018. Right, if I want to flash back to 2018 and I saw what happened in 2019, it's like, yes, the the games were better. The entertainment, watching. Mitch, you and I watch every single game. And I know it's a profession, but at the same time, just visually, it was better. It was better than probably even if we want to go flash back to 2017, right? Like it just, there's been progression. So there's, there's a, I could see that there's an idea saying, yes, it was a good year. I get that. But I, like you, Mitch, I cannot. And yes, I know that they had 96 points and missed the playoffs. If they made the playoffs, I might be in the world of saying yes. And I don't know what would have happened in the playoffs. And even if they lost in the first round, I may be inclined to just that was the one thing to say, yes, 2019 was a good year. Now, I think that they like it to be a good year because you could bring in everything else that happened from some of the acquisitions and the trades and the draft. But right now, no, nothing happened. And sure, they're they're in the mix right now, but no, it was a bad year. So, during this bad year, who has been the best player for the Canadians? So, if you're going on the second half of last year and the first half of this year, my answer, number six, Shea Weber. I, 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 I think, you know, the obvious answer could possibly be Max Domi. And even... His first half of the year is not as bad as everybody thought just because he's not on pace to get 72 points like he was last year. Can't be Jonathan Drouin. I know that Carey Price is there, but ah, November killed it for me for Carey Price. Yeah, but here's the thing, okay? So, like, if you're asking who their best player was in the calendar year, it, you know, I'm going to go Shea Weber. I disagree with you. Sure. Here's why. I think that the Canadians' best player from January... Mm-hmm. to April was Carey Price. I think the Canadians' best player from September to now is Shea Weber. I think the Canadians' best player from January until now is Brendan Gallagher. That's that's, that's how yeah. I'll put it to you. Yeah, I get if it. you're to take the whole 2019, mm-hmm. because you mentioned Weber, Sean, I think this season he's been their best player. Yeah, I but think, I, I, I don't think, think I don't second, think he was awful in the in like like he didn't have a November like Carey Price had in February. I don't. I agree. Okay, I agree. And, and look, I get the Brendan Gallagher, but Brendan Gallagher is like the the constant that's always there. And does he win it because he's always there? Has he was he ever like when Carey Price was on top of his game? Gallagher never came to that point. You know, when Shea Weber was at the top of his game, he never came to that point. So I, I, I'm going to stick with my Shea Weber. Okay. I like your Gallagher answer. Gallagher led the team in goals last year and I leads like... the team in goals this year. Yeah, but it's not about goals all the time with Yeah, this team. I know it's not, but it, it is a team star for goals. But like I said, I, I agree with you that Shea Weber this year has been the Canadiens' best player, and I do believe uh, that you're right. Uh, Shea Weber didn't have a Carey Price-type November last season. I just think he's really upped his game 
uh, from the puck drop this year. Uh, please let us know on the Hotopo who do you think in the calendar year 2019 was the Montreal Canadiens' best player? You could tweet at Mitch Y. Gallo, Sean R. Campbell, whenever you're listening over the uh, holiday and the new year uh, to episode 10, hashtag Beret, uh, which, <laughs> which player was the best player for the Canadiens in the calendar year? Mitch? Yes. All right, speaking of good and bad, what was the best, what was the worst moment for the Canadians in 2019? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think the worst moment, and that's not a moment, it's the stretch of games, Sean. I have to go with the eight-game winless streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was really tough. It was tough on the fans. It was tough on management. It was tough on the coaches, the players. Just a really difficult stretch for everybody. And you know what? Come April, we might be looking back at that stretch and saying, that is what cost the Montreal Canadiens their playoff spot. So I'm going to go with the uh, stretch of winless games as uh, the best moment. Or the worst. Uh, the worst moment. Yeah. And uh, best moment, I am going to say, because hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about a bunch of the different come-from-behind victories. Oh, there's some good I'm gonna, ones. I'm going to say the uh, come-from-behind victory this year against uh, the Maple Leafs. Um, or the early season one? Yes. Yeah. They come from behind against the Maple Leafs early this season where Carey Price just put on a show. I know uh, the Leafs scored four or five in that game. I think it was a six oh, no, no, no. One of the best games Carey Price he has ever played. He let up five goals. Yeah, but... it was two-on-one, two-on-one. It was before they solved their odd-man rush problems, the yeah. Canadians. And he played really well in the third period. He played really well in overtime. He stopped, uh, what was it, Matthews, uh, Tavares, and Marner all in the shootout. He had the celebration uh, pose for victory. Uh, so I'm going to go with the, the come from behind against the Leafs. But, you know, the come from behind last year, uh, that might have been 2018. They get the game against uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had so many come from behind victories. Yeah, no, but that's why they've been, that's why I, I almost said it, yes, they had a good year because they were entertaining and they were fun. But no, you didn't make the playoffs, so it's not a good year. Uh, I, I, I like the Toronto one. Uh, I'm going to give you two things that are uh, not on the ice. How's that? Okay. Uh, worst moment? I think you know what I think the worst moment was. I've been harping when over this. When they traded Andrew Shaw? When they traded Andrew Shaw. Yeah. Because they traded Andrew Shaw to get Sebastian Ajo, and it's to me, you failed on both the counts. Because you never replaced Andrew Shaw, and you never got Sebastian Ajo. You didn't. You freed up the cash yeah. to get I, to do that, and then you Shaw? did nothing with the cash. I, yeah, I get it. This team could be the same team just with Andrew Shaw. Um, yeah, but, I mean, he's not playing right now in yeah. Chicago. So, what? You're going to play? Trust me, Andrew Shaw would have been fine maybe on this Maybe they team. got rid of him at the right time. Uh, I don't know. I still think it was their worst move. And okay. uh, their best, I think, is they're hoping for it to be their best moment. The fact at the draft that Cole Caulfield fell to number 15. To where they were drafted. Yeah, that's a good one. I And, and look, it may not be. Because I know everybody right now is all Yay, excited for him. But you don't. Don't get excited until he plays, okay? Like really looking, it, he's, it looks really great. looking forward to seeing him play at the World Juniors this year. Yeah, no, no. It's going to be there. great. I'm just saying don't get too excited until he's actually here. But, That's Sean, all. can you see a scenario where uh, Nick Suzuki is setting up Cole Caulfield on a Canadian's power play that is very good? Yes, sure. That's fine. I'm all I'm all for it. You could vision that. But, I mean, you don't get – you just – I find people get too excited – about prospects, All and the then time. they All and the then <laughs> they play, and then there's disappointment. Yeah. So I'm not saying he's no good. I'm just saying you don't need to be excited. The guy's never played a game of pro hockey in his life, so just relax. And yes, he's exciting. He scores goals, and the Canadians need a player like that. But just you know, calm it down just a little bit. All right. What do you expect for 20? 20- 
20. I expect the Canadians to make a splash in 2020. Mm-hmm. The splash that would have been in 2019 would have been what? Sebastian Ajo. Yeah. Okay. So I think that there's there's something there. And I think that if it's the trade deadline, if the Canadians can still be in the mix in a top three spot, or it's at the draft next year because it's in Montreal. In 2020, I don't expect status quo anymore. Mark Bergevin has been around long enough. He knows if there's no success, his job is 100% on the line. And he's made big deals. But that splash that everybody's been waiting for, 2020 is the year. That's my expectation. It's coming. Uh, It's coming. I know that patience, but to me, 2020, it's coming. I just wonder what what you consider a big splash. Would uh, getting a Sebastian Aho like player? Okay, what if it's uh, Chris Kreider? What mm. if it's Tyler Toffoli? What no, if it's Tori- uh, not, not a UFA? Not a UFA. Not a UFA. UFA is not a splash for me. Okay, UFA so- is bolstering your line for 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 something. So, so you're thinking about a big trade? Yes. Well, Mark Bergevin does know how to trade. Yep. I'm gonna say for 2020, Sean. All I want is playoffs. I'm starved. I'm so hungry for playoff hockey in this yeah. city. Please. I want it really badly. So that's what I expect. And anything short of those expectations is going to leave me very, 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 very disappointed. And apparently hungry. Yeah. Angry. And angry. You'll be and hang- hungry. I'll be I'll be hangry. Yeah, just go to Aviva Tr- Greek Tavern. No problem. I could go for a souflaki right about now. Yes. Stanley Cup champ? Uh, For if we're going to... Do, am I held accountable by it? <laughs> no. No? No. Uh, give me Washington. Oh, damn it. I was going to pick Washington. I'm not bound to it. Coyotes. <laughs> what is a hockey player's favorite dairy product? What? Top cheese. Uh, coyotes? Yes. You're just, you're just saying that because I said that Taylor Hall is nowhere close to Pavel Bure. By the way, I think the gap is just too large between those two players. Um, You know what? I tend to agree. It's a very, very large gap. But Taylor Hall's done some things that Pavel Bure never did. Like what? The MVP. <laughs> like I got nothing. No, I didn't, but... Yeah, anyways. Can't score like... Uh, I just... No. It's not as tough as... Uh, Taylor Hall's not as tough as Pavel Bure. Can't score like Pavel Bure. Can't skate like Pavel Bure. Taylor Hall's a great skater. Couldn't skate like Pablo Burry. That's all. I wonder how uh, how Burry would be in today's game. Be amazing. With uh, with the technology of skates and with uh, the technology of stick. He's kind of like... Like, imagine if Patrick Kane was faster. Patrick Kane's not slow. I was watching Patrick Kane the see, other day. See, that's He's still a treat, man. Such a treat, Patrick Kane. But that's but that's why I think um, that's why I think about uh, Nathan McKinnon. No, I thought Nate McKinnon was a good answer because of the skating. He I is. thought it was. And, I, and the puck, Nathan McKinnon, the puck sticks to him. Yeah. He's one of my favorite players to watch in the game right yeah. now. And again, that was the same thing with Pavel Bure. That's why I, I think when you mention Kane and McKinnon, see, I don't see Patrick Kane and uh, Pavel Bure at all. I see them as completely different. Yeah, but players. the skating's different. Yes. Yeah, but the skating's different, but the the ability to make plays and score goals. Yeah, is, but you is know, right Kane Kane. Uh, I love him as a player. Yeah. It's nowhere near the scoring ability of Pavel Bure. That, well, that, yeah. Well, neither does McKinnon. I, I find McKinnon closer. Like, yeah. McKinnon's more of a... McKinnon can't put up, like, 260-goal seasons. 
and then 58, and then 59. Oh, no chance. In, like, the dead puck era. And, and it's funny, though, because, like, the, the really great Like, goals. you drop Pavel Bure into the middle of the 80s, he's getting 100 goals. The, the funny thing is, because you look at the really great goal scorers of today, they don't play like Bure at all. You know, Ovechkin no, doesn't, but, doesn't well, that's remind my me point of is that That's why I said today, uh, no one plays like Stam, him. Stamkos is a great goal scorer. Yeah. You know, he had a 60-goal season. Yeah. Uh, doesn't remind me of uh, Murray at all. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying that no one plays like him. Right. And that's why it's hard to find that mix. And like I said, if you McKinnon, Kane, or Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall is in the third, third on your list, right? Yes. Okay, but that's my point. I think that there's a gap there, and I would, if we're talking about Burry in today's game, he's in that grouping where Kane and McKinnon are. That's, that's fair. Okay, that's kind of where I'm going. This could be uh, the random sports thoughts in general. It, this it, is like we're going all over the place. A- with the absolutely. Mine thoughts. are pretty quick anyways for okay. uh, random, same, random same, sports same thoughts. Same for me. All right. Uh, by the way, I'm still thinking about the, some uh, souvlaki at the <laughs> Aviva Greek Tavern. I definitely, definitely am. Uh, random sports thought number one. Uh, congratulations, Jordan Wheel. You got your fifth point of the season. I did my crazy bull prediction at the beginning of the year. You remember that one? It was pretty dark. I know it was bold, and I know it wasn't even going to come close. And I just thought like he was going to get every power play opportunity. Still is. And he was going to like get in the lineup and jump into a top six role because there was a hole there, which Armia has really taken. But I was like, Jordan Wheel, 55 points. And I've been sitting on that countdown that I love to do with Paul Byron for 20 goals forever, but Paul Byron is hurt, and he has one goal. Right? Yep. So I can't even do that countdown on Twitter. So my other countdown was the 55 as a joke. And then I, I had to wait like a month and a half between point four and five for Jordan Wheel. I Like every day I was waiting for him to get one single assist. It was like a secondary assist that I finally got to tweet about. So congratulations, Jordan Wheel. And I mean it because I really like him. So, my first random sports thought, and Sean, this might be as random as it gets. Um, the other day, Larry Robinson, uh, it was Star Wars night, and he posted a picture of him dressed up as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, I saw that. Did you? Okay. It looked great. So, in my mind, I started to cast uh, Star Wars uh, with NHL players. Oh, I like this. I like where this is going. All right. So, tell me if any of them are uh, are off. Okay. Okay. So, I had uh, the Emperor. Okay. Uh, Lou Lamorello. Good. I had uh, Chewbacca. Yes. Uh, Brent Burns. Absolutely. I was in my head. I was like, you're going Brent Burns on this one? Okay. <laughs> like, right away, I was like, yes. Luke Skywalker, it's a toss-up. Okay. It's got to be either uh, Crosby it, or It's McDavid. Crosby. Crosby. It's Crosby. Yeah. Uh, I think Han Solo. Now, stay with me. I think Han Solo would be Carey Price. Ooh. He's got the cowboy aspect to him. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hold off on that one. You're going to hold off on that yeah. one? Yeah. I, I guess you're giving me a Montreal flair. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. And and I had Darth Vader as, as a Dan Chara. Yeah, that's a good, another Montreal flavor. Yeah, that's pretty good. Taylor Hall is a C three PO. I forgot to cast C three PO. That's true. Uh, so then, who's R two D two? It's Gallagher, man. MVP. Oh, yeah, a little stumpy guy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> MVP, man. He's like the he's like most consistent in all of the Star Wars, yeah. right? And he's efficient and, and literally he's needed all and, like seven of them. Yeah, he's and he's needed. He's consistent, and he's there all the time. And I mean, in time of need. What do you do? You go to Gallagher. <laughs> I think uh, I, I so you, you, you like that uh, uh, random sports thought, didn't I do. you? Uh, speaking <laughs> very random, yeah. I've been thinking about this. Um, I want uh, sweatpants for Christmas. Like this is this is where my life has come to. The only thing I want for Christmas this year is sweatpants, and I go looking for them to buy them for myself because you know I'm a man and I'm forty. Yeah. 
And every time I look, I'm like, I can't find the right ones. Really? So now I just kind of want someone to get them for me. I have about five pa- uh, five pairs of sweatpants. Like, I have a lot I of track love, pants. I love. I don't have any track pants. I love sweatpants. Like, I do because I, I get home, hockey a lot, when you I know? Get, Yeah, I got you. When I get home, I just want to be in sweatpants. It's yeah. my favorite. Like, I have pajama pants. Yeah, that doesn't count. No, but I want sweatpants. I want I want a pair of pants that I have no problem going outside with yeah. and inside with. Sean, check out uh, Lululemon. Yeah. Lululemon. I don't want him. I want them for Christmas. Well, I'm not getting them. Those are like uh, $75 sweatpants. I'm not that's getting all. you know, Lululemon. Okay. I don't like you that much, Sean. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Lu- hey Lulu. You could use another sponsor <laughs> here on the Hotopo. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, all right, Sean, my second random sports thought. Maybe not that random. Uh, benching Kucherov was a mistake. When you're the longest standing coach in the National Hockey League and your team's hasn't been in the playoffs and you are slated to win the Stanley Cup last year and this year and then you bench your MVP I think that's that's going to be brought up when you get fired yes it's going to be brought up when you get fired and I don't know if they're going to fire John Cooper I'm just saying he's the longest standing coach in the National Hockey League they're going to fire John Cooper they're not in a playoff spot or they're covering right there they didn't they, they got blown out the end of last year it's like Everything is swirling towards that one thing. And when you see that, you're like, well, John, you're at your wit's end. Yeah, you're trying. This is a desperation move. And yeah. here's here's the thing. The, I, I I do believe there are certain players that you can do that with. I do. Like certain star players. But Kucherov... You can do I, it to Radulov, no problem. <laughs> um, Kucherov, though, like I don't know how we much... still don't know what happened, I, right? I, no. Uh, I don't know how much uh, you've seen or, or dealt with uh, Kucherov, but he's a really crusty individual. He's not a guy that you would want to do that to, I think. So, yeah, Cooper uh, Cooper's gone. Crusty. That was a good 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 verse, <laughs> word to use. Crusty Crusty Kucherov. Let me write that down for editor headlines. I'm brought to you by Play it again a little bit later. Uh, my final random sports thought. I'm gonna go back to the Montreal Canadiens. Remember, I told you don't get excited about Cole Caulfield because he hasn't played. Let me tell you. Montreal Canadiens fans, get excited about Nick Suzuki. Get excited about Nick Suzuki. It's time. Because you've He's already played. seen him do it in you've the NHL. You've seen him. You know what's there. Now you can start dreaming about the progression. But I am telling you, the more I watch him and the little things out on the ice, get excited about the player that Nick Suzuki can get. become. I know people are. But let me tell you, I'm going the other way. You're not excited enough. You aren't excited enough about Nick Suzuki. All right, Sean. My uh, last, random, serious. My last random sports thought, and I know you like him, is a question, and it's a question for you. How old? We're not with the pop quiz. How old? I'm 40. I'm a man. How old is Ilya Kovalchuk? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I think he's 38. So he's listed as 36. Yeah. You say he's 38, and Slava Molamud says he's 40. Yeah. He's a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. Uh, yeah, a lot of rumors about how he uh, lied Fudged about his age. the numbers. He, uh, a Dominican baseball player did. Yeah, which is one of my favorite moments ever, is Miguel Tejada <laughs> being interviewed on, I, I don't know if it was 60 Minutes or yeah. whatever. Uh, I have your birth certificate how, right here. Yeah, how old are you? 33? Uh, your birth certificate says you're 35. Where'd you get that? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, what a classic moment. Oh, that was really, really good. Yeah. That's some great investigative uh, journalism right there. You'll never find birth certificates in Russia. Good point. No, you know, a psychopathic killer. And I said, yeah, but she's so much fun. What does a bird do before he gives up the puck? What? Feathers a pass. Time for a pop quiz. You get to yell at your podcast. Hotopo, Sean Campbell, Mitch Gallo. Jimmy G's here, too. I right. just heard him. I'll, uh, I'll ask the question first, Sean. Okay, go ahead. And I think it's a little bit difficult, so I'm going to give you a clue right off the bat. All right. Okay. Uh, all five players that I'm looking for yes. are Canadian. Canadian. Okay? Now, Got that it. is my clue to you. Okay. So, the question for you yes. is, I want to know the top five in active goals drafted in the fifth round fifth round fifth round picks active schools okay i got two right away yes because the fifth round then i don't know when people like i know that, that uh, that's why i said i, I know gallagher and jamie ben are both fifth round picks. they are one and two okay. jamie ben 288 goals brendan gallagher 166 okay so i knew i knew though they were both fifth round picks honestly i have no idea who else is a fifth round pick I, I just don't know. Uh, like I like to me, I can kind of tell if it's a first or second round pick. I will tell you at the draft. I care so little about the draft picks from three to seven. Mm -hmm. I the only thing I know, like Joe Pavelski's a seventh round pick. Yeah. Um, you okay. know, you had I, kind I, of uh, Patrick Hornquist. Okay, I can tell who's you who's at the let at me, the me, end of the draft. Let right? Me let me tell you this. But I'll I'll honestly just tell you straight up. I have no idea. A fifth round pick. I, let, I let, let, me, let me tell you this. Number five is impossible for you to get. Okay. okay. Well, it's, I'm it's, just telling you. I don't. I, I gave you the first two. I'm happy. It's Darren Helm. Okay. The Congratulations. Other, the, the other. I would have never said it. The other two. Okay. Are players that you really like? They're Canadian players that weren't drafted in the first round. That's all you have to tell me. And you really like both, like a lot. One one is pretty easy <sighs> to get, and one is relatively hard. Fifth round pick. I don't know. Like honestly, I'm just like, who's not a first round pick? Because other than that, I wouldn't. T well, I that, couldn't even tell you. So, so start getting, guessing Canadian players that aren't first round picks that would be high uh, goal scores. One is a former Montreal Canadian, and one play has played only in the Canadians division with two teams. I don't know. I, I seriously like. I don't the know. former Montreal Canadian has already come up on the show. Okay. Round pick. Name a player that's already come up on the show. Yeah. Well, now I'm just naming things that we've spoken <laughs> about. Like, uh, I don't know. Jimmy? Andrew Shaw. Andrew Shaw. Congratulations, Andrew is, Shaw. Is uh, number four. Okay. And the other player that I think you really like is uh, Mike Hoffman. Yeah, I do like Hoffman. I love his shot. I love a shot, Dave. And that's how he I has could, a lot of goals. Yeah. But I have no idea what round he was drafted. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I'm not a fan of the question. I uh, want to educate people. Sure. They were fifth round picks. Yes. Okay. I didn't like the question. I knew number one and two because I knew because they're like at the top. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Like, how did you like you call it? Like, like you honestly like qualify people by where they're drafted. But once you get to a point, it doesn't really matter. See, I, I don't know. I thought you might be able to get. I, I knew Darren Helm was was not a name that would ever come up. But I thought maybe. it's like the real good players that aren't first round picks. You also know like the superstars, like a Bergeron, like you know that one, right? Marchand, you know that one. Uh, Kucherov was a second round pick. Yeah. Uh, like th those players. Now you're kind of getting into like you know, 
Shaw, you know, he's a role player. I had no idea what round Andrew Shaw was like brought up. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm allowed to not like your question. <laughs> uh, end of the decade. Maybe you won't like mine. Who knows? Plus, you know, it's happened I, before. Yeah. End of the, plus, I didn't have the music. <laughs> uh, end of the decade. I want to know. Can you name me the seven players this decade? Uh, 300 games, by the way, because I'm not asking for the guys that played four games. 300 games that had over a point per game this decade in the National Hockey League. Seven? Seven players in the National Hockey League had a point per game this decade. Okay. And uh, Yeah, like I said, I'm giving you 300 games max. Right. Okay. So they have to have played at least 300 games. Yes. All right. Um, Crosby. Number two. Malkin. Number three. McDavid. Number one. Uh, Kucherov. Number six. Uh, Ovechkin. No. No? No. Uh, Giroux? 0. 0.99. 0. 0.99? <laughs> uh, 0. 0.98 for Giroux. Oh, 0. 0.98 and 0. 0.99? Yeah, they're, they're oh, right man. there. They're okay. right there. They're right there. Uh, Patrick Kane? Uh, Patrick Kane is there. Congratulations. He is number four. How many am I at? Five and seven. I'm missing five and seven? Yeah, five and seven. Uh, five you should be able to get. Seven's a little tough. It's like surprising seven. Like yeah. I was like, oh, he's there. And he's at like a point per game. Okay. Uh, Marchand? Uh, nope, not Marchand. Uh, point per game this decade in the National Hockey League. Mm. And I knew you were going to say Ovechkin. That's why I was like, ah, he's, he's just a point. Tyler, Tyler Sagan? Uh, not Tyler Sagan. Yikes. Jimmy's playing with the volume or something? <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's going on? Uh, Joe Thornton? Uh, not Joe Thornton. Uh, uh, let's... Uh, Ryan Getzlaff? No, not Getzlaff. We've mentioned him in uh, all our uh, beret talk. Mentioned him? Oh, Taylor Hall? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, I said Patrick Kane. Uh, Nathan McKinnon? No, not Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> yeah. And the other one, uh, the other one's just tough to get. He's a Russian player. Uh, Russian player? Yeah. Number seven is a Russian player. I said Kucherov. I said Ovechkin. I said Malkin. Yeah. Um, how many other Russians are there in the league? Yeah. A very good one. Very good one. But again, he gets lost from where he used to play. Tarasenko? No. Radulov? No. Uh, Do you want me to give you uh, the names? No. Okay, you still want you want to still go? Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to best players out. of the decade. Pretty Datsuk? much. Not Datsuk. It's lost because of where he plays. Where he used to play. Kovalchuk? No. Uh, you want to phone a friend with Jimmy? Sure. Artemi? You got it. Artemi Panarin, point per game, man. Oh, I never think of him. I Isn't know. It? That's why. That's why I saw him. I'm like, and the last one you're missing, Stamkos. Hmm. You just assumed that you said him, right? <laughs> no, I, I I thought for some reason he had some down years. No, he just didn't. He just didn't. Stamp goes. All right. I'm going to steal that question. You like it, eh? That's a good question. Why did the 
The Zamboni driver call a plumber. Why? Because the ice was flooded. <laughs> I like that one. Editor headlines. Whoa! It's time for editor headlines. Brought to you by Play It Again Sports. Twenty nine seventy three St. Charles and Kirkland went shopping the other day for that kid that just told the joke. Mm-hmm. And what'd you get him? He's he's not in the room anymore. No, and I don't think he listens to the podcast. Maybe he does. I listen in the car all the time. <laughs> it was a joke, Jimmy. What do you think I got him? Uh, stick? Nope. Uh, Another sport. Another sport. Ah, uh, bat. Yes, got him his own baseball bat. Nice. I can't wait to wrap it. I'm going to wrap it funny so he won't know what it is. That's a good idea, right? Yeah, what are you going to do, put it in a box? Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure out something. Maybe give it wings and he thinks it's some sort of plane. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So check them out. Uh, Play it again. Kirkland, see Keith and Gerard. Uh, if Jimmy likes it, he gives it us. And if he doesn't. Perfect. All right. I'll start as per usual. And this one's for you, Jimmy. Because I know you like them uh, simple and uh, non-threatening and non-sexual and all that stuff. So my headline is it goes back to the Canadians' uh, Thursday night victory over Calgary. Calgary was playing some really good hockey leading into that game. They had won seven straight under uh, Coach Jeff Ward before dropping uh, before the Canadians game and the Canadians it's starting game. to get complicated. So now. my headline <laughs> reads: Habs put out the Flames. Not bad, not bad. I I like the one that I used on Twitter because the Canadians beat the Flames and their uh, goalie, right? <laughs> Yeah, their goalie is <laughs> David. Where you're going he he saw it on Twitter because yeah. uh, the the goalie David Riddich was not very good. And you look at the three goals that were in, right? He made some crazy saves. I know, though. but the goals were I like, come that, on. Yeah. So it was uh, the Habs' loss was ridiculous. Yeah, there you go. I like that one. All right, Sean. My second headline has to do with the fact that uh, Taylor Hall was traded this week by New Jersey to the Arizona Coyotes. Mm-hmm. So my headline again, Jimmy. It's simple. Hall and Yotes. Yeah, I saw that one. I saw that one be used, like as a headline. I did. I saw that one be used. I'm not saying that you stole it, but I'm just saying it was a very common one used at the trade of Taylor. Because it's so easy. Yeah. See, I was just gonna go. Taylor has it made. Ooh, I like that. I made that one on the spot. That's pretty I could good. Get rid of one of my bad ones. Uh, all right, Sean. My next, uh, my next headline has to. do... We should totally have outtakes of the ones that I write that I don't <laughs> use, like Gallagher. <laughs> uh, Suzuki's been uh, really good for the yes. Canadians as of late, Sean. Yeah. And I know uh, you love Souflaki. Yes. Uh, especially at Aviva Greek Tavern. So my headline reads: Suzuki is good. Suzuki. See. I have one that is almost the same. Because his ability is good that he scored a goal, but it's his passing. So it's all about the sauce. Crunch. Mm, I like it. It's really good. We didn't have the same one, but we had the same thought. Yes, we did. Yeah, because now they have tartar sauce and tzatziki sauce. Yeah, I know. I, I, I understand, Jimmy. It's not the, the spices. Mm, mm, mm. Jimmy, I know what I was saying. Got it? 
All right. Uh, His name is also not Tzatziki. So okay? like, and it's not Tartar. It's what am I going to call it? Suzuki sauce? <laughs> you could have, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sean, my uh, next headline, uh, very simple. Uh, your boy uh, with the Laval Rocket, Mike McCarron, yes. uh, kind of uh, flipped his lid yesterday. He uh, scored a goal, yeah. and then he speared somebody, uh, flipped out at the referees, and got tossed from the game. Yeah, that's good old Mikey. Yeah, good old Mikey. So the headline reads, Mad Mike. See, I would have just went with his uh, Twitter handle, Mac Attack. Beautiful. I'm stealing that one because my other one's not great, too. <laughs> I made up two on the fly today. I love Last round. That. Last round, just yeah. like that, huh? Yeah. All right, Sean, my next headline has to do with the fact that uh, Gallagher's been uh, among the Canadians' best players, and he's the spark. Yes. Gallagher. He is the uh, spark. You do like that one. That was one I wrote that I did not use. <laughs> he, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's a Spartan for the Canadians. Up ahead to Tatar. He'll flip that right to Riddick. Bounces over his glove behind the net. Gallagher's centering pass by uh, Dan O. <laughs> For Tatar. So obviously headline reads, Gallagher! I like it. Way to go, Dan. Bounces over his glove behind the net. Gallagher! Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go with the uh, Canadians currently out on a West Coast trip in Canada, right? Yep. And uh, it was all about there was no back-to-backs, and the Canadians are winning, right? This is all good? Oh, you know, you also, you're in Alberta, right? So the uh, the trip to the West not taxing. Oh. You got it. I liked it, actually. You liked that, right? Here, Jimmy. Jimmy, you suck. Did you get that, Jimmy? Do you know, do you know what the sales tax is taxes in uh, Alberta? Zero. Yes! <sighs> I want to go back to Suzuki sauce. Why did the hockey player believe in aliens? Why? He kept seeing saucer passes. So much going on in this hit. Bold predictions. Bold predictions brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code Hot Topic to get your welcome bonus. Would you like me to start for bold predictions? Sure. All right. My bold prediction for this Hotopo. Uh, it's probably going to be about a month long. Okay. Do we know who's going to the All Star Game for the Canadians yet? We do not. Okay. So you may be listening and maybe you found out already. But I'm just saying at this point, we do not. Okay? Yes. My bold prediction is Shea Weber will break the slap shot record at the All-Star game. Does he hold the record or does uh, Chara? Chara. Okay. He will break it. He will get an invite. He will have some sort of special stick. And he's gonna break. A special stick. Yeah, he, they're gonna like because they're gonna they're gonna have if Weber's going, they're gonna want to play this up. Yeah. And I think he, and I think you know he's gonna break it. <laughs> I um. That is my bold prediction. I like the bold prediction, although I'm kind of hoping that no Montreal Canadian goes to the All Star game again, so we could see sad UP. <laughs> <laughs> it's in St. Louis this year. So it's not like, you know, in the West Coast and there's all that travel. It's not that bad. That's true. Weird, Jimmy, man. Jimmy, you suck. All right. Uh, Sean, my bold prediction. Yes. Uh, the Canadians on the road trip have 14 points available to them. And I'm, I'm breaking it up into the full road trip. Yes. Because uh, I know they come home for the holidays. Seven home games. for the holidays. Seven games, seven games, seven games. I'm going to say that the Canadians pick up 14 available points. 14 out of 14? 14 out of 14. That is bold, my friend. That is 
bold. We're already uh, two sevenths of the way there. <laughs> All right, we got to name that podcast. Now I know I already named it Beret, and maybe we talked a little too much. Do we just name it Too Much Beret? No, there's no such thing. I know. There's no such thing as Too Much Beret, or is that just way too long? Uh, that's too long. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm up for suggestions. For suggestions, here's here's a here's a moment I really liked, by the way, that we didn't get to. Dan, that tying goal for the Canadians. Let's get to the replay aspect. Did you think that should have been a good goal? Because people aren't sure if Lekkinen, in fact, had possession or he did not. You know, Mitch, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I don't care. <laughs> Dan's the best. So you're saying I could just name the podcast whatever I want? Exactly. Uh, I got it. I'll come up with something about Burry. All right. Uh, I want to give a thank to our wonderful sponsors here on the Hotopo, the Hot Topic podcast, including uh, Club CDL. Club Sportif CDL is the place for tennis, squash, and fitness. Uh, check them out at 8305 Chimay, Cote in the West Island, clubcdl.com, or on Facebook, Club CDL. And uh, make sure you say hi to Lloyd. Lloyd will take care of you when you go there and check them out with all your New Year's resolutions. How about Hall Ain't No Bure? Uh, Sean, Aviva Greek Tavern has moved. They're now at 4868 Sources Corner and Cell Living across from the Old Adonis. They have great lunch specials starting at $9.95 every day, a variety of fresh fish daily. You can even order your fish of choice in advance. You can find them on Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes. How about uh, Hall Can't Pavel the Way? Jimmy wasn't ready. No. Uh, all right. And our other wonderful sponsor is uh, Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. To so check them out, betonline.ag. Get the fastest two market odds, updates, and payouts with our new new sportsbook partners. Check out that promo code Hot Topic and receive a 50% welcome bonus. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Episode 11. We'll be uh, coming up in the new year at some point, so make sure you stay tuned. Check back at some of our old episodes. We still have those great uh, My Favorite Lineup episodes that are available. Mitch Melnick, Dan Robertson, some of your favorite people uh, letting you know who their favorite players are. Hey, guess when I did My Favorite Lineup? Guess who my favorite right winger was? Pavel Bure? Yeah. It was pretty easy. Crunch. Mm, I like it. It's really good. I get high. Happiness. High. Jimmy, are you blushing? <laughs> <laughs>